0: Welcome to the NFL. What up, Dynasty players in the house? It's Dynasty War Games and I am your host, Jesse Jesse Schneeman, coming to you, K Solo, Han Solo, Solo Cup once again. So we got a lot to go over this week. Got a really fun episode. But before we do that, I have a little thanks. So, those of you that uh, happen to be watching on video will notice in the upper right hand corner a new logo. So, thanks to our Papa Uncle Memphis, Uncle Papa Memphis, I think we're going to call him Uncle Papa Memphis, and our good friend, friend of the network, Maddie Big Chest, we have a new logo. So, that logo is beautiful, it's got the retro gaming aspect. Got the beautiful maroon and baby blue colors of the 1980 Phillies. Love it. All right, guys. So, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, you guys, really so much for the logo. I absolutely love it. Uh, Chad's seen it. He absolutely loves it. Um, so, we're just so grateful to have such great partners to help us out. Uh, so, that's that. And other exciting changes come to the pod. Um, Lots going on with the DWZ network. We're reorganizing the way we do things. You're going to be seeing the videos. They'll come out um, at targeted times. We're still going over exactly when that's going to be. But you can definitely catch Dynasty War Games on podcast every week on the Dynasty War Zone. One big change is that, unfortunately and sadly, our longtime partner and co-host Mike Casper is going to need to take a hiatus. So he's just got a lot going on in his life. He's starting an MBA program. He's got 150 kids. Uh, You know, the the U.S. Army actually owns his time. So uh, he's got to be responsible to them as well. So we're going to have to say goodbye to Mike. Uh, We will bring him on to say goodbye, uh, play some games, and he'll be guesting every once in a while. You know, I told him, door's open. Whenever you want to come on, you can. And I'm sure he'll make time for us. Uh, But, Chad... Uh, my main man Chad Mendoza is staying, uh, and he ain't going nowhere. So it is going to be me and Chad, and uh, we are looking into a third uh, co-host. That'll happen at some point, um, and I'll keep you updated on our search. Um, and hey, any of you guys out there that have experience, hit me up if you're interested. All right, so uh, those are some of the changes that are – and then we have a lot of other really big, exciting changes coming to the show and the network. Just stay tuned, and um, we'll keep you up to date. And, you know, as always, listen to The Big Show with Uncle Papa Memphis. He's got all the real info. All right, guys, let's get into the meat of the episode. Um, One big uh, piece of news is that we got DeAndre Hopkins signing with the Titans. I know I'm not – you know, it's not a news show. I'm not covering the news, but what I want to do is update – a previous show that I did where I listed Traylon Burks as a mid seventies breakout score. Well, that changes quite a bit. Um, His year two breakout score um, goes down to a 50. Um, Unfortunately the presence of a true alpha X receiver really hurts Burks as far as his um, immediate breakout goes. However, from a dynasty expect uh, from a dynasty perspective, uh, I think it's probably a good thing for Burks to be able to learn behind D Hop. Um, there are a lot of things that D Hop does that Burks would that Burks also does and would like to do better. Um, there are a lot of nuances to the game that I think being behind a veteran like him can only help. So hopefully, this helps Burks develop for this year, uh, and then we'll see. Um, you know, if maybe later in the year it helps him um, sort of mature and grow into a. A bigger role, and then when D leaves, maybe Hop leaves, maybe Trelon Burks is more equipped to take over that position. All right. So that's uh that's the news, right? Like I said, we're not a news show. So let's get into what we're really doing this week. All right. So I have done the work for you folks. Went out and watched some film on some rookie running backs. Now going to be year two running backs. We're gonna look today at Damian Pierce and Rashad White. All right, so I've gone back and I've watched all 22 film from. I think I got four games for Pierce and three games for Rashad White. Um, unfortunately, White just didn't get the volume that Pierce did last last year, so there's not as much to evaluate. But I do think I got a good feel for who he is and what he can be going forward. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna look at. Uh, my notes and I'm going to go over the games and uh you know the games the the traits that I saw some of the results um and then a little additional analysis and we're going to boil it all down to what does it mean for this player and you on your dynasty team cool all right Damian Pierce 510 218 plays for the Houston Texans obviously was a rookie last year that's what we're doing today um kind of a shorter compact and powerful build really, really liked what I saw on the film. All right. So uh, just to be a little more specific about what I really liked uh, this man with a very good, uh, very good vision, uh, great contact balance, really hard to bring down re- very good burst. Uh, I saw good enough long speed, uh, especially versus the chargers in week four. You saw him run away from some players that, that, uh, Thought that had the angle on him. Um, He did outrun a couple of angles. I saw that week four against the Chargers. I also saw that against the Giants. Um, He went for some longer runs, and it looked like the defenders were caught a little flat-footed or um, may have misjudged their angle because they didn't think he was as fast as he actually was. Now, I'm not calling Damian Pierce a burner. What I'm saying is he's got the ability to accelerate to a gear that defenders aren't expecting, which causes them to misjudge their angles at times. So, a little faster than expected. Uh, uh, long speed looks to be pretty good. You know, he didn't <laughs> run out of gas at any, on any of his runs. So, that, that's also a positive as well. So, like I said, good burst. I like what he does through the line. He uses his vision, patience. Um, excellent, like I said, excellent contact balance. Reminds me of a kind of a stouter, less shifty Kareem Hunt. Um, he's got that smoothness. Um, He doesn't exactly, he's not exactly shifty, but he does um, have a nice array of sort of setup moves with uh, head bobs and shoulder moves and things like that, um, that will set up his, his actual cut. Um, It's, you know, sort of like a a receiver um, faking one way and breaking another. It, it, it it helps him set up his, uh, it helps him set up his blocks. It also helps him set up his cuts. All right, so like I said, he can outrun angles faster than uh, defenders expect him to be. He's a great tackle breaker. I mean, this was on display against the Jags week, and I didn't write it down. But early in the year, I I believe it was versus the Jags. Man, did he bowl over some defenders. There was one run that took him almost down to the goal line, and he was uh, just a man on that run. Uh, He did it repeatedly throughout the year. Um, just really, really a very strong player, um, shows great play strength, um, just a just a mammoth out there. Uh, I, I would call him a brute at times. So plays bigger than his 218 frame, even though 218 is a load these days for, uh, you know, what, what you see at running back. A lot of lighter linebackers, a lot of lighter running backs. David Pierce, a little bit of a throwback. However, he does have good receiving skills. Rece- receiving skills. So he's got good hands. Um, he does know how to transition it in, into a runner after he's caught the ball pretty quickly. Um and he's pretty smooth with that, but he's not a mismatch against the linebacker or safety. So if you put, if, I mean, I, I, I don't think you're going to see him split out into the slot. Um, like I said, and used as a chess piece, that's not who he is, but um, you know, if he's left against a linebacker in the flat or uncovered in the flat, he can definitely do some damage. Um, he's not just a, a stone hand. He has good soft hands, um, I really liked what – like I said, I really liked what I saw out of Damian Pierce. Um, health is impossible to predict. He got hurt last year. doesn't mean he'll get hurt this year. I just want people to understand you can't predict when a player is going to get hurt. Um, yeah, he is a running back, so the chances are high that he'll get hurt and miss at least sometime this year. Um, but it just – just because he missed four games last year doesn't mean he'll miss any this year. Right. Uh, all right. So let's look at his offensive line. Uh, they've got the anchor and Laramie, Laramie Tunsell. They brought in Shaq Mason this year, who is a mauler of a run blocker. One of the best run blockers in the league. Um, maybe not the best pass defender, but that doesn't mat- matter to Damian Pierce, right? He, what he cares about is Shaq Mason paving the way in front of him. I did see that um, Houston was, I think last in the, in the league last year at um, yards before contact created. So they're not exactly, they weren't exactly moving the defensive line back last year. I think that's obvious. Shaq Mason's going to help that. They also drafted Scruggs, a center who looks like he's going to be the starter right away in the middle. Um, He's a load. Looks like he'll be more of a run blocker as well. I think this line got upgraded. It's gonna It, it's always going to take time for offensive lines to gel, to mesh, to work together. But in the run game, um, I think it's a lot easier than in the pass game. I think that shows up more in pass blocking than run blocking. So adding Shaq Mason is a real positive for Damian Pierce. His outlook is bright, guys. He's got a three-year window. We look at a lot of players in the league right now, especially running backs. They have two-year windows. You know, at, at best, look at Tody Pollard. He might have a one-year window. Uh, we don't know that he'll get a feature role um, if he's not franchised by, by the Cowboys again next year, which I kind of doubt. And it doesn't look like they want to, they're want they going to sign him to a long-term deal. Um, it looks like Tony Pollard could be heading for a 1B situation or even just a, like a straight-up share. Um, guys like that, that's a one-year window, right? Najee Harris, if they pick up his fifth-year option, that's still only a two-year window, right? Um we're looking at a player like Damian Pierce who may not have had the pedigree, but really showed out and really looked good on tape last year and uh, looks like he has a three-year three, three year window. ADP in startups is it's it's pretty low. I think it's somewhere around the eighth round, the 8th round. Guys of Steel, folks, um, I, I would much rather have Damian Pierce. than um, a lot of the running backs out there. Um, I have him as, a like, a high-end RB2 this year. Let's look at our running back rankings. I have Damian Pierce at running back 16, right? And that's um, just below players like Swift, Ramondre, Dobbins. Um, I even have him below Najee. I might even I might change that around. I think I'm going to be a little more, you know what, on air. I'm going to be more aggressive with my Damian Pierce ranking. I just talked talk myself into it. We are sending him up to, oh, this is aggressive, 13, 14. Above Ramondre Stevenson, above Swift. I can't really put him above Dobbins or can I? Dobbins had such electric talent, injury problems. Um, Looks like he's hurt right now on Pup. I am moving Damian Pierce up to running back 13, folks. You heard it here. All right, guys, don't be afraid to acquire Damian Pierce if you need a running back. Good, young talent with a three-year window. All right, moving on. Next up, we have Rashad White. We're going to review Rashad White's 22 rookie film. He's a little bit taller than Damian Pierce, who we talked about earlier. Uh, Well, just a couple minutes ago. Um, he's a longer, leaner build, six foot two, fourteen, and he just has a different style, right? He's not the contact balance, the, the low to the ground type of runner. He's a little upright, um, but man, is he uh, a better receiver, right? He's a very soft hands, uh, natural receiver, um, and a, and a hands catcher. So that that's really important. He never lets, and I, I never saw him really let the ball get into his body. Um, and he's very dangerous after, a, after the catch he transitions into a runner immediately. He's very smooth, gets upfield, and he's, he's dangerous in the open field. He's got the vision and the agility to elude tacklers. And at 214, um, again, in today's NFL, 214 is kind of a load, and he uses it. He's got good play sp- strength, he can lower his shoulder. Um, I saw him stiff arm a Seattle player to hell, um, or to purgatory at least. I'm sorry, I borrowed that line from Chris Harris, but I saw him stiff arm the hell out of a Seattle player. So he, like I said, got really good play strength. Um, the difference is between him and, and Damian Pierce really is is the running between the tackles. Yeah, he can do it. Um, he's got good vision. He can definitely spot a hole and burst through it. I don't really think he's got the um, the strength to. I mean, he does have the frame, but his style just doesn't seem like he wants to run in between the tackles. Like he doesn't on zone runs. You don't I don't see him plant his foot as much as I'd like to and get upfield. He'll try to stretch a little bit too much. That's a common problem with rookies. Right. A lot of times, guys, because a lot of times guys will will learn to do that. And he's got the ability to plant the foot. And one cut and get up field, and he does seem to see it. So I, I think it's more of just a, a maturity, probably stylistic kind of thing. Um, if the coaching can really get into his head and um, make it, you know, help him make better, better decisions, you know, I, I really, I think da- Rashad White actually has a higher ceiling than Damian Pierce. I just don't think he has the percent chance to really hit it right. So he's got. Um, he's got the burst he's got some decent speed and he's got the vision the problem really is the long speed I did see him get caught from behind um I don't think that he's a burner he's got some gears to him and he's definitely um can adjust his uh adjust his speed you know shift up and shift down to to make players to make defenders miss but he doesn't have the speed to really just run past people um Yeah. His cutting ability is good. Like he's good all around player. I can see him being in the NFL for a long time, but I just don't think he's going to be a lead back for a long time. Right. He seems to be that right now in Tampa kind of as a default, right? They, 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 they need a reset year. I don't want to call it a tank year, but it's kind of a tank year. Right. Um, I think he's a very technically sound player. Um, he's good, not great. Above average overall talent. Uh, <clears throat> runs good roots. He can be a mismatch. I think he's a really good second running back on a team. I really wouldn't even call him a 1B. I'd call him a really good second running back on, on a team. And if Tampa Bay does decide to bring in a veteran, um, there haven't been a lot of whispers about it. But if they do decide to bring, bring in a, a veteran – it really, really affects his value, right? Because right now what he's got going for him is that he's slightly above average player that's going to see a lot of, of volume this year. Uh, I don't think his acquisition cost is, is really cheap right now. Um, if you can get a deal on Rashad White, I think he is definitely somebody that you can sell at a profit in season but don't hold on to him through next year, guys. He's very replaceable and it, not even replaceable. I think it's just obvious that he's a complimentary back and they this is the type of player that you see teams bring in another player to work with all the time, right? Not exactly one dimensional, but not exactly um, good enough as a, between the tackles runner or really as a, even as an outside zone runner, I just, I, I don't see the ability to, to take over a game and, if you're building, if you're re- rebuilding from the bottom, you know, from the bottom up, Buccaneers really seem like they're going to need to do that. Um, they'll bring in a more dyna- dyna- dynamic player at some point. Um, and then, like, Rashad White will get replaced. So, guys, I, I, Rashad White, I like the film. Like I said, above average player. He's probably got a higher ceiling than Damian Pierce um, this season. But overall, I see like a one-year window Rashad White, where I see a three-year window with Damian Pierce. So Rashad White, um, don't be sucked into the fool's gold. Don't hold on to him. Um, through this season, this is absolutely a, a flippable apps, asset. Even if you're um, even if you're a contender and you think Rashad White's performing well to you, for you, um, get the return on him and then spend that return on a player that um, can really help you with. All right, so I guess that doesn't really sound like I believe in Rashad White, but um, that's my analysis. That's what the film tells me. Um, Wasn't a huge sample size. We'll see him get a lot of volume this year. Um, We'll see if he can stand up to it, and we'll see what he can do with it. All right, guys, thanks for joining me. That's my film study of uh, Damian Pierce and Rashad White next week. Uh, I'm going to do some film study, but I should have Chad back with me and maybe even a third person, you never know, but I'm going to do some film study. And what I'm going to try to do is bounce that off Chad, um, because he does some film study of his own and we'll see if he saw anything different than me. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, stay tuned for all the exciting changes. Uh, I know we're in the dead zone, but guys, I got a lot planned for the dead zone, There's a lot, a lot of new fun games coming up. Um, we have some court sessions coming up dynasty court sessions coming up and lots and lots of film review i'm about to start my rookie film film review for 24 rookies holy shit so you don't want to miss that either all right guys you'll catch us on the dynasty Warzone network every week i am your host jesse schneeman thanks again for joining me and i am out when we add up all those inches